0: Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcast updated daily and share those on social media. We always appreciate that a great deal. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do. So when you share on social media, we really do appreciate that. Excited for the show tonight, we've got on Dr. Richard Amberling. going to come on and discuss some of his uh, recent publications and uh, basically the what is going on in our country as far as the trans community goes. Um, I was just looking at this past week, Washington State passed a bill allowing the government to hide your kids from you. Uh, Senator, Senate Bill 5599 allows shelters to keep runaway juveniles from their parents so they can get an abortion and or gender surgery. I mean, this is where we're at in our country. Uh, the, some of these local governments are now passing laws to where they can literally come in and take your kids away from you if you disagree with this. I mean, that's what we're seeing in Washington state. It's getting scary. This agenda has been pushed um from the time these kids are coming to kindergarten until they graduate college nowadays i mean a lot of these teachers are transgender i mean we've all seen that one in canada with the ridiculously fake boobs that she wears under her shirt or under his shirt uh we see this in the united states all the time now a lot of these teachers Are uh, pushing this on children, acting like, oh, it's no big deal. This is just fine. instead of some of these mental health professionals coming out and telling these people, hey, look at the suicide rate. Look at all the other problems that these people have. Uh, They don't like to point that out. So I'm really excited to listen to the show tonight, to hear what the doctor has to say. But before we get to
1: him, how are you doing, Rob? Andrew, I'm doing great. And like you said, this is going to be a rather informative show. We have on Dr. Richard Amarling, who is uh, his company is a wellness company. He's the past president of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons and currently serves on the board of directors. And as you mentioned, his work has been published uh, in many different textbooks and peer-reviewed medical journals. And you, you said a lot in your opening, and I want to try to unpack some of it. But, of course, leave the rest for Dr. Amarling to talk about. But as of lately, it seems that there has been a boom and the push to castrate and mutilate our children. This just didn't happen just whole cloth. This is by design. And I think that these individuals and this is my me defining them not you or dr Amberling. this is me we respect these individuals but i do believe that they have psychological problems they're mental issues that need to be addressed the same way a person with schizophrenia has a mental issue and it has to be addressed but this this group of misfits have been waiting for the time to rise up and say we're here and not only you're going to accept us, but we're going to force you to accept us and force you to pretend in our make-believe world. And we're going to use the judicial system to help us. And lo and behold, that's happening with the shutdown. When they realized that we could, we're going to shut down the country with this fake COVID. No, COVID is real, but we're going to shut it down because we're going to tell you that it's going to get you. We're going to shut down the economy, shut down everything. When they realized they were able to do it, and so many people acquiesced. Without resisting, they said, hey, this is it. Now, let's push the rest of our agenda, everything else that we want to put out there. So then you saw people just sprouting up all over with, we're going to teach kids this, and we want kids to be able to do this, and we want kids to have rights. The other day, Congress passed a law, the Parents' Rights Law. Now, why are we passing a law about parents' rights? It's your child, your responsibility not the government, but they had to pass a law saying that parents have the right to do A, B, and C. It's like, this is, I can't believe this. 2023, we're passing a parent's rights law? This is the child that you're taking care of? Now, of course, Republicans passed it. The Democrats, and when it gets to the Senate, they probably will veto it, and then Biden will definitely veto it and say, no, I'm not going to agree with this. The same thing with these trans rights. There are no trans rights. There are people rights. And if you decide to live outside the boundary of reality, that's on you. But then to force us to accept it, to force us to bring this in our homes. This is crazy. But this happened under Joe Biden. We cannot forget it. We must always remember. There was under this flawed administration, an illegitimate administration, yes I said it, an illegitimate administration that all of this is coming to fruition and it is wrong biologically, scientifically, biblically, if you don't believe in the Bible let's go back to biology and let's go back to science. It is wrong. I am not a doctor. I have read medical journals. I've taken psychology and high school and college. I've read the books outside of that. And I would think to believe that science is science and biology is biology. So when we have a Supreme Court justice saying that she can't define a woman, we've got a problem. When you have the president of the United States, well, the resident of the United States and his vice resident saying that we need gender reaffirming care for children, children who can't vote until they're 18. They can't get a drink until they're 21 where they're not supposed to and you want to leave medical care in their hands simply because they feel a certain way, simply because someone has told them that this is who you actually are? We've got a problem, Andrew. We've got a problem. And now we're learning that the incoming president-elect of the American Medical Association, Jersey Earnfield, is a gay activist. How did he get that position? So you know what he's going to push. You know what he's going to encourage to be written in the medical journals. Again, I am not a doctor. I don't even play one on After Dark with Robin Andrew. But tonight, our guest, Dr. Richard Emmerling, is a doctor. So we invited him on to give us his take on this crazy, bizarre world that's happening. You know, and we would usually say even the Magic Kingdom is a lot better, but it's not. Disney is no better now because they're also doing the same crazy thing. Dr. Emerling, how are you tonight, sir?
2: Uh, very well, Rob. I really appreciate you having me on. And I'll just start by saying I pretty much agree with everything you said.
1: Well, you know, Doctor, as Andrew opened up saying, you know, we had, there was a law that was passed in Washington That's pretty much we can take your children and do whatever we want want to do with them if you don't agree with your child and when biden first came into office he had he was pushing this whole idea of pre-k for as early as three two and three and a lot of people were excited about it and on our show we cautioned people we said be careful what you wish for they want early access to your children so that they can start the indoctrination and we now see this happening and a modernized so we think country we're turning the clock back going turning going back on civilization with all of this craziness that's happening doctor how did we get here in a medical medical field that looks at science and biology why are people turning their backs on it
2: well I think I am I, just politically. I, I would say this is all part of the Marxist war on the family and on traditional culture, and trying to just drive wedges in society and and bring down the country so they can install their Marxist paradise. But from the medical perspective, I've been following this now for some time, and I've watched it get more and more intense and violent, and it is indeed a scary thing. Uh, let me start by saying that. This is an assault on the entire concept of scientific objective reality. We are being told that what we see with our own eyes is not true, that there is no such thing as uh, a, a man and a woman biologically defined with that gender. The gender can be anything that the person wants. This is in a total absurdity that doesn't have a shred of scientific backing. So that, that's the first problem. Uh, and what what is scary to me is that this is now becoming uh, official and mainstream. The AMA supports this. The uh, American Association of Family Practice supports this. The pediatric groups support this. And it's being taught in medical school. And I can tell you uh, from my experience as a professor at St. George's University from 2016 to 2021, I saw it going on. Uh, I'll give you an anecdote. I first arrived down there in 2016 to teach clinical skills. Part of clinical skills is how do you you take a history? And I discovered that these students had been almost brainwashed into a formulaic approach to medical history taking. And the first question that they were told to ask every patient was, how would you like me to address you? And at first I said, what? I've never asked. Ask a patient that in my entire forty-year career in medicine, it's obvious what I'm going to, uh, how I'm going to address patients when they walk in the door. I know what what sex they are. Right, this is not something that's that's a secret. And I found out that this was inserted so that to prepare for this whole insanity about all these different genders and pronouns, the whole pronoun thing uh I thought was a joke when it first came out but obviously it isn't it's being pushed very aggressively and from what I can just tell you medically there isn't a shred of valid scientific evidence in support of the idea of a gender different from your biological sex that is determined by your
1: chromosomes so like you said this was being taught in medical schools this is biology and science there is no in-between. The chromosomes speak for themselves. There is no in-between. So how are doctors with advanced degrees looking at the science, making the decision that what we see, what's here, is irrelevant? We're going to ask you, how do you want to be referred to as, and then people go along with it. And as I mentioned, even our justice system is jumping on the bandwagon and saying, this is okay, and everyone else must agree, or there is a penalty. How are people just so, Cavalier, just dismissing science that's in front of them?
2: It's astonishing. I think that we were somewhat caught off guard by this aggressive assault on basic scientific truth and reality and the, the aggressivity with which they are pushing this in every area, including legally, including medically, there isn't any scientific justification for it at all. Psychiatrist Miriam Grossman uh, gave a tremendous interview on Epic uh, TV some months ago about the origins of this notion of gender fluidity. Now, let me just say that gender dysphoria is a very rare condition that occurs principally in boys uh, and uh, invariably, I would say over over 90% of the cases, goes away spontaneously without any treatment other than perhaps some mild counseling by the time they get through puberty. So this is a self-limiting rare condition and it should never have been approached medically in terms of hormone blockers, puberty blockers, hormonal treatments, and surgery, this was this is this is a travesty. Okay, this has never been a good idea. Uh, a a psychiatry, psychiatry professor from Johns Hopkins, Paul McHugh, has the greatest experience with transgender people in the world, and he uh, definitively states that this is a self-limiting condition. It's benign; it goes away. Now, some people may end up gay. But they're not going to be uh, cutting their body parts off and transforming and and magically transforming to another gender. And the notion that you can change your gender by these approaches is in and and of itself unjustified and bizarre. So Miriam Grossman reported that the origin of this gender fluidity concept came from a doctor John Money, who was a psychiatrist also at Johns Hopkins, who did an experiment that was both illegal and fraudulent and unethical. He had two boys who were twins. One had a disastrous circumcision and essentially lost his penis from almost from birth. And he got this family to agree to raise that boy as a girl uh, socially and then physically as well. And then he followed them over time. He actually molested both boys. This guy was a class one pervert, a, a, as well as being an unethical, fraudulent, pseudoscientific doctor. And he reported that he was able that this boy was able to socially adjust to being a girl, being raised in dresses and being you know given a female name. The problem was it never happened. This kid never actually accepted being a girl. He was always still a boy. In, in his mind and eventually found out the truth. So this was a fraudulent unethical study and that was the entire basis for the claim of gender fluidity. So as I said, there is no scientific basis for that whole concept.
1: So based upon just that, like you said, that fraudulent case that apparently laid the foundation, you have other people that are looking at that and saying that it is possible You have parents that are saying, okay, when I have my child, I'm going to let my child tell me who they are, what gender they are when they become of age. I've even heard doctors or, well, first of all, teachers to say that when I was born, the doctor made a mistake and said that I was a boy when actually I was a girl. And then you have parents saying, I'm going to raise my child, non-neutral gender, and then they will decide me later on. What they are. We also had a guest to come on who shared a story with us of a mother who was raising her child in Texas, her twins, and was raising one as a boy and the other as a girl. They were both born boys, but she was doing it in spite of her husband, both doctors, by the way, also psychologists, I think. And she wouldn't show the boy affection unless he behaved like a girl. So you have parents. Who are psychologically damaged, and they're damaging the children. And when the dad went before the courts to say, hey, this is what's happening, as opposed to the court saying, okay, we're going to remove this child from the mother's home, the judge decided, well, we're going to give it 30 days, and then you guys can come back and we'll look at this. Meanwhile, this kid is being abused. So that goes back to what I was saying when when we opened, that you have judges, our justice system agreeing to this nonsense and they're thinking that it's okay. So we're we're up on a, a commercial break, but I when we come back, I want to talk to you about that as well and what you're seeing with these doctors who are going to medical school coming out and then forming these groups and getting judges to buy into this. Go ahead Andrew.
0: Yeah you guys nailed it. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeart Radio Channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew with guest Dr. Richard Ammerly.
3: World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your
4: first month of One Wellness. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Co-fix RX. CoFix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Co-fix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of CofixRx nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a CofixRx nasal solution cleanse. That's com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com.
5: We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you.
4: America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. See, we are back with dr
1: dr robert andrew and our special guest dr richard emmerling and we're talking about this entire concept idea of transgenders noodling our children at a young age and giving children consent to have this done to their bodies children who can't vote until they're 18 who are not supposed to drink until they're 21 who are still on their parents medical insurance But under Joe Biden, it's okay. They need gender-reaffirming surgery. And something that the doctor mentioned during the first half is gender dysphoria. Yes, I do believe that it's real. But as he pointed out, and unbeknownst to me, that this happens in boys and is a small percentage. And it's usually treatable through, I guess, counseling. But a majority of the time, these boys grow out of it. Some of them might identify as being gay. But the whole idea of let's just hack off your body parts and let's change everything, that's a bit too far. But yet and still, there are doctors who have managed to enter into the medical profession to be trained, and now they're coming out counseling and advising children on this. We had on our show not too long ago David Bacon, who was suffering with a gender crisis. And I think he said that he lived his life for probably like six years or so as a woman without having the surgery. And then he finally decided, I'm going to have the surgery. Before then, he was suicidal. He was doing all these other things. And right before he got ready to have the surgery, at that moment, a nurse at the hospital that was going to perform the surgery told him, are you sure you want to do this? Think about it. By her saying that, he said that it changed his life completely there was like an epiphany, and he woke up and said, this is not what I want. So he is now out there telling people, you don't want this, don't do it. And there are so many others. Unfortunately, the media has silenced their voices. The media has shut them down. So everywhere you look, everywhere you see, you have people that are saying, no, this should happen. We want this to happen. You have parents that celebrate Oh, I have a transgender child, although the child probably can't even spell transgender. You have movies that depict children behaving like another gender. Think back in the days when RuPaul first came out. We all thought it was funny. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Oh, drag queens. Oh, we love this. Little did we know that there was something forming underground, a groundswell that was taking place queer eye for the straight guy. Little did we know what was happening. To me, this is all by design. And how these doctors have managed to do this and to manipulate the profession, manipulate the medical doctors, manipulate the research and the studies, Dr. Emily, it is my view that a lot of these doctors, other than the fact that some have entered the field and that are activists like the Dr. Fear Aaron, who's coming in, the medical association guy, that a lot of doctors, they've just like, they're, they're burnt out. They're just saying, okay, whatever. I don't want to try to counsel anymore. If this is what they want, if they want to change their gender, I am just going to recommend pills. I'm going to rec- recommend puberty blockers and just let them have at it. Because before then, you had doctors who were saying, we need to counsel you. This is, this is not right. This is a medical issue. Just like I said, Schizophrenia. But it seems now that there are so many doctors that are just giving in and saying, okay, if this is what you want, start them on the puberty blockers. What are your thoughts on it?
2: Well, there are a couple of aspects to this, <clears throat> one of which is financial. And we have to mention the fact that these uh, surgeries and counseling and you know pushing people into this pathway of converting their sex and trying to you know, change sex is very lucrative. So there are lots of these gender-affirming centers, so-called gender-affirming centers that have sprouted up around the country in response to what, are, what can only be described as financial incentives. They're, they're big money makers. And then, of course, if you actually get a kid to go through this mutilating surgery, they're going to be on the medical merry-go-round for the rest of their lives, dealing with complications from, from that surgery. So it's, it's a, there's a big financial incentive there. One of the things that I've been writing about and talking about is the collapse of medical ethics. And nowhere is it more evident than in this gender, so-called gender-affirming movement. Everything that is being done to these kids is profoundly and egregiously unethical. The fact that we are giving them drugs that are powerful, that are being used to uh, block puberty. Puberty is a natural process. Blocking of it is harmful, uh, and that is self-evident, right? Blocking puberty is a harmful thing to do. Puberty involves many things that, that uh, must occur for a child to develop normally, including brain development, including maturation of their skeleton, their bone structure. All this stuff is impacted by blocking puberty, and it's got to be harmful. There is simply no way that this can be a good thing to do, do to kids. And then giving them hormones uh, will very likely result in them being infertile, sterile. So you're sterilizing kids. Very few of them are really aware of that. And they certainly don't understand at that age what they're getting into. And giving up the ability to have or create children is such a major thing. And you have to have a certain level level of maturity to understand how major it is. And they're just railroading these kids into this uh, massively harmful uh, avenue. So it's a gross violation of medical ethics, which says that we should not harm patients. Well, right out there, we are harming them. Giving them these, these drugs, it's harmful. And if, you, if they get all the way to the mutilating surgery that is obviously harmful, it is a principle of medical ethics that you do not remove a normally functioning organ. So doing a double mastectomy and castrating kids is profoundly harmful. This is Nazi-type mutilating surgery. It, It is absolutely horrific. So doctors must have given up or never really understood medical ethics to go along with this. And it's distressing to me, to say the least, that so many doctors are going along with this. Part of it has to do with the fact that over the years, the medical school admission process has not only become very dumbed down in terms of uh, uh, requiring lower and lower MCAT scores, the MCAT scores, and you know the the idea that you're looking at grades to evaluate somebody is almost laughable at this point because there is so much grade inflation in undergraduate school. But they're also selecting students based on their commitment to various aspects of the whole diversity. Uh, regime. And that is so they're they're setting the stage with people who are already groomed in a way to go along with this kind of thing. And so they're recruiting activists as opposed to scientists who would question this sort of thing just based on basic science. And that's why it's going on.
1: And we see that all over in every profession, that these companies are recruiting individuals that will agree to this whole notion of diversity and equity and income. And it makes absolutely no sense to those of us who are in the realm of reality. But then you have that certain segment of the population that has just like, oh, we don't care. This is how we're going to achieve this Shangri-La society. And it's only here in the West, the rest of the world, they're looking at us and they're shaking their heads and they're saying, you guys are nuts. This makes no sense. Follow the science, follow the biology, but they won't do it. And then just going to the ethics. Doctors are just throwing it out the window and just whatever this person wants, we're going to do it. If you're an adult, I can say, I get it. Do what you please. But a child, when you're doing this to a child, I look at some of the celebrities who have adopted children. And they're going along this same path following this craziness. Charlize Theron adopted two children, two girls, I'm sorry, a girl and a boy. And the youngest one is a boy, told her, so she says, at the age of three or four, that he's a little girl. Well, he has an older sister that he's looking at, and of course he's going to say, oh, I'm like her. So this nutcase of a mom decided... Oh, he's a little girl, so I'm going to rear him that way. So to this day, she is raising this little boy as a little girl. And I would dare say that if he even exhibited any qualities of a boy, she would probably discipline him or shun him so that he would go back to being a little girl. You look at the professional, former professional basketball player, Andrew, we've spoken about this, Dwayne Wade and his son how they've groomed that boy into thinking he's a girl. And as you said, doctor, there might be some instances where little boys suffer from gender dysphoria. But over time, they will snap out of it with the right treatment. But it seems that these parents don't want to get the treatment because society is telling them, no, accept them the way they are, accept them who they are. And if he says that he's a little girl, then you should go ahead, acquiesce, and treat him that way. This does not address the problem because a lot of times from what I've been reading and guests on our show is that these individuals are still unhappy because they know psychologically who they really are, although they want us to address them as something other than the skin they were born in. And when you have this happening, I mean, you look at all the issues, look at what happened in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, whereby, that girl, woman, shot the Christian school. We're yes to receive the manifesto. Whatever, whatever is there, I'm sure that it is dark, but they don't want us to see it. Because they want us to praise these individuals that are changing their genders and they're moving on. But that's not the way it is. It's not rooted in reality. So, Doctor, from your experience, when these individuals do change, are they any happier than they were before? Of what's happening psychologically in their minds.
2: Well, I think you have to look at the detransitioners to find the answer to that. And one who I'm very uh, much following is Chloe Cole. She was pushed into this transitioning at a very young age, and ultimately had a double mastectomy, and then she came to regret it. And she has said, uh, "You know, how do I get my breasts back?" You know, she's this is a young girl who probably. Is going to have trouble conceiving at, at all but certainly will never be able to breastfeed her kid if she's able to and to hear the these stories of these young kids it, it, it's truly gut-wrenching they are they were railroaded that's the only way you can describe it their parents were railroaded they were fed this lie that if they don't transition their kid the kid's going to commit suicide that is simply a lie it's not backed up by any kind of science the, the suicide rate for gender dysphoria uh, is above normal, above the normal rate, the background rate, but it is not influenced favorably by this uh, approach of hormone blocking, uh, puberty blocking hormones and, and surgery. And to be, find yourself uh, with a mutilated body several years down the line, that is it, completely irreversible. Is got to be really, really uh, terrifying and gut wrenching for these kids, and I, 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 my heart really goes out to them. And they're one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this movement. There truly is a war going on against children in this country. Now we saw that during the shutdown with masking of kids, the the mandated vaccines for kids never indicated, never indicated, even if the shots worked, and I know that they don't. But even if they did work, they would not have been indicated to give to kids. And every kid that I hear about dying suddenly of a heart a heart attack from uh, almost certainly myocarditis is, in my view, a murder. And there is being, there is mass murder going on against uh, in, in, in children, which is horrific. Uh, we have to speak out about that. Doctors should, again, should have said, no. We're not going to give these shots to kids or to pregnant or breastfeeding women. It's absolutely unethical. They're untested, they're unproven, they're potentially very dangerous, and we're just gonna say no. And this has been a massive failure of the medical profession, again, who have lost their way. They are no longer financially independent. Most doctors now work in an employed setting and uh, have given up their practice if they had one ever. So they're not financially independent, They have given up on science. They have turned over their scientific brain to uh, evidence-based medicine and guideline committees. And this is how this sort of injustice can occur. The transgender advocates say, oh, well, look, we have evidence that this works. And they, they cite that study by John Money. Well, that's a published study and they cite that as evidence. But as I said, it was fraudulent. So you can't just say, well, there's evidence for this, no. It's not scientific. There is no scientific basis for gender that differs from your chromosomally determined sex. But this is where they are pushing us. And again, the the stories of the detransitioners, which are being heavily suppressed, of course, uh, are, are, are heartbreaking.
1: Heavily suppressed. And we see this happening day in and day out. And then when you have a government that's getting behind it and saying that, this is what it should be, and we should support this. And then you have our courts that are getting behind it. It's extremely scary because it's like, where is a a safe space? Who's going to protect the children? Who's going to stand up other than, like you said, you're writing about it. You're out speaking against it. We're on our show, and we're talking about it, and we're trying to reach the masses to say, just stop and listen. Look at what you're doing. Let's just look at reality. And you have yeah. people that are saying, no, but we are reality. Go ahead, doctor. Yeah,
2: no. So at the wellness company, we are uh, squarely against this practice. And what we are talking about doing now, and I believe we will put it into operation, is we're, we're talking about creating a uh, the, the ability for people to call up. And so wellness company provides telemedicine services, for those of you who don't know. And we're looking to provide telemedicine access for counseling for kids who do not, who are not sure, right, who, who, who are being pushed into something that they're not sure about. They want to have someone objective who will be on their side and who will give them true informed consent. None of these kids or their parents are getting true informed consent of all the horrific side effects of the uh, puberty blockers, the hormones, and the surgery. That they can expect. If they were given true informed consent, very few would go through with it. And that's something that we're working on right now at the wellness company. And I think that this is what's needed. Kids need to have, as you said, a safe place to go to get uh, help, counseling, and honesty in terms of what they're going through. And as I said, the vast majority will get through it just fine if we just do nothing and just talk to them.
1: So talk to us a little bit about the Wellness Center. Uh, how can people find it? You said you told us what you're doing, but what else can you tell us about your what your studies in the, the Wellness Center?
2: So the well, the Wellness Company, Company put together by uh, Foster Colson, who's a Canadian entrepreneur who has previously uh, worked in terms of getting uh, Dr. Zev Zelenko's stuff uh, marketed. And was very successful at that and he also embraces the idea of having a medical uh company that is not influenced by government or pharma you know pharma controls everything in medicine at this point let's be honest they control the curriculum at schools they control conferences medical journals uh they advertise all over the place Uh, they they control the way doctors practice medicine they they call together guideline panels that write guidelines to prescribe more and more drugs And this is what doctors now follow instead of using real science. So we wanted to have something that's different, that will go back to treating patients as individuals rather than numbers, treating and trying to reverse underlying disease instead of just treating numerical risk factors, such as the hemoglobin A1c for diabetes, and giving people access to good dietary information, because most of what we are facing as doctors is diet-induced disease. We have a toxic food environment, and that's really the the ultimate cause of so much of what we are seeing. And we are trying to also uh, help people who are uh, vaccine injured or who have long COVID. You know, vaccine injury is rampant because literally billions of people have been given these jabs, and it is not even recognized in mainstream medicine as a condition. So there is simply no way for these patients to get adequate care from the mainstream medical uh, group because they don't even recognize that they have a problem. So we're providing solutions for them. Uh, it's It involves good old-fashioned medical interaction, medical history taking. We're trying to prioritize what, what used to be known as the patient-physician relationship, which truly is the cornerstone of good medical care. We are getting away from treatment by uh, protocols and guidelines, and we're having we, we're training our doctors again to think independently and use science to come up with the best approach for an individual patient. We also have a a, a bunch of supplements that we have vetted that are helpful in patients, for example, who are suffering from long COVID or vaccine injury. Uh, people who have heart issues, Dr. McCullough is with us. Peter McCullough, one of your America Out Loud stalwarts. And we have quite a team. It's getting bigger. We're getting more and more doctors on board. If you're out there and want to join us, contact us. TWC.health is where it's all going on. That's the website. And we'd be happy to uh, get you involved.
1: So before we let you go, doctor, just got a couple more questions for you. Uh, What is your advice to those doctors who are there who don't have their own practice and they see what's happening and they're completely against it? Because there are doctors that are going to these top medical schools that have become woke and they're listening to the teachers or the instructors or the physicians and they're saying, this is so wrong, but I just want to get out of here, graduate, get my degree, and then go out and do my own thing if I can, if they will Allow me to do it and then sound the alarms. What is your advice to them? What should they be doing?
2: That's a great question. You know, I hoped to be part of the transformation of the medical profession as a professor at St. George's University. Sadly, I couldn't stay there because I refused to take the uh, experimental shots. And they saw me as a dissident. And truly, I was. I was uh, I was never going to be a mainstream guideline type doctor. So my advice to doctors out there now who want to salvage their profession and salvage their own personal career and their integrity is to make a plan to get out on your own. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. You can set up what we call a DPC, direct payment uh, contract with with patients. Uh, In other words, have them pay you directly, cut out the middleman entirely. Don't take any insurance money. Don't take Medicare or Medicaid. Just take a modest payment for your services, which is certainly justified if you're a good doctor, and get out, become independent again. And at that point, you can practice good medicine. If you're in a hospital system or a corporate system, you are not really going to be able to do what you want to do. And that has never been more evident than now with the the way doctors were forced into prescribing harmful treatments, let's say. For example remdesivir to hospitalize patients with COVID it was unethical and unjustified and unscientific but yet that's what they were all forced to do so if you want to truly practice good high quality medicine and treat patients as the individuals that they are instead of doing one size fits all cookbook kind of medicine uh, get out the only way you can do it form your own practice
1: And I think a lot of people, not only doctors, are looking at doing that because when you have to answer to someone who has designs to do something completely different, you have to keep quiet and go with with what they're saying do or else you're out. They will shut you out and you can't make a living. You can't have an income. And that's what they want to do. And we see that time after time after time when people speak out. They will excommunicate you. They will silence you. And then there you are. Look at all the people who were on Twitter before Elon Musk purchased Twitter who got canned, and there went their income. On social media, there went their income. When people that were speaking out against the transgender world, you have people that were fired. Okay, we don't want you here anymore because we don't want your voices. And it goes back to a media that is corrupt They see what is happening and they're okay with it. They want to silence you. They want to destroy you. Anyone that has the truth, they want you out of there. So that's good advice. Get out and form your own thing. That way your voices and your voice can be heard. That's the reason why they don't want our schools. They don't want charter schools. They want all the kids in public schools so they can continue to indoctrinate. So as we wrap this part of the show up, Dr., what words of encouragement can you give those that are out there that are going through this, families that are going through this, and they know that it's wrong? What can you say about the medical profession as a whole? That is will things turn? Is there a turn? Is the tide turning?
2: Well, we we we're pushing the tide as as much as we can, and we encourage doctors to come join with us. Also join AAPS, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, a- AAPS Online. Org. They have been pushing for independent medical practice since their inception back in the 1940s. So that's an excellent organization to join. I encourage parents who have their kids in some of these woke schools to pull them out and homeschool them. That's the only answer, really, b- that will work because you, you're you not going to be able to change them unless you can get a majority on the school board. And that's an uphill process. In the meantime, they are indoctrinating your kids and they're they're subtly or not so subtly, pushing them to transition if they have any kind of uh, question about their sexuality. Uh, it's a horribly toxic environment. Get them out. Homeschooling is not that hard. You, you get together with a couple of other families. You hire a tutor and you go online and you do homeschooling. Uh, so there is hope, but you got to resist. You got to not play the game with them and get your kids out of harm's way. That's first and foremost. Don't vaccinate them under any circumstances. Do not take a booster shot under any circumstances. Get an ethical doctor. Go to twc.health, aapsonline.org, and help us out. But, you know, there you will find some answers, and I believe there is hope. But it is an uphill battle. Eventually, we have to have our own medical schools, and that is something that we're thinking about as well.
0: Well, well said. Thank you so much, Dr. Richard Ammerling, for joining us tonight. Very important information. um, So much that needed to be said, and you said it. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew.
5: In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed.
3: Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers.
0: We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew and we just had on guest Dr. Richard Amerling and what an interesting discussion we had with him. Such an important discussion. Uh, So many people during the COVID years have lost a lot of confidence in the medical community. And it's good to see that we still have doctors like him, uh, like Dr. McCullough, that comes on here on America Out Loud. They're speaking the truth to power to the people and letting them know that there still is some integrity in the medical industry. Uh, particularly with some of these doctors who have been silenced on social media, as Rob mentioned. Uh, thank goodness Elon Musk, I think, has brought a lot of them back, as they should be. Uh, but, uh, Rob, what were your thoughts on uh, Dr. Richard Amerling?
1: What a great uh, appearance. Yeah, Andrew, I'm glad we were able to get him on. And he said a lot. One of the things, one of the key takeaways for me is what he was saying at the end to what doctors need to do to, remain independent and this is scary Andrew because when you think about it you have individuals that are going to medical school that are being taught that biology and science when it comes to gender just throw it out the window it doesn't matter because what you see with your eyes is not truthful when a little boy when a child is born and if the genitals say, penis, that's a man, or a vagina, that's a, a male, or a vagina, a female, just disregard that. Because what you're seeing is actually not there, and you can decide on your own later on. This is happening inside our medical schools because of people – like Jesse Earnfill, who is a gay rights activist who should not be let near a medical school. He should be, his license should be taken away. He should be disbanded. This is a radical man. He is evil. He is dangerous. He is a threat to society. How in the heck did they vote this guy to be the American Medical Association president? Now just imagine, All the edits are going to take place in our medical books. This is happening under Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not fit to be in office. He's not fit to serve. There's no one in his administration who's fit. You had one of the representatives the other day arguing that we should have test dummies. I think her name was Del Rosa from California. Was she from California or Massachusetts? I don't know. But she's a, a weirdo. Yeah, I said it. Because anyone who's going to come out and put forth a bill and say, well, we need to think about having test dummies that represent women. And then Buttigieg, he's going to jump on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah, when they're doing these car tests, we need to have uh, women dummies. Like, you can't even define what a woman is. And now you want to give that attribute to a dummy? Are you guys serious? Slop some lipstick on the dummy and say it's a woman. But see, this is how far fringe these people are, and there's no one there to call them out. Voting has consequences. And when we allow the Democrats to steal the election in 2020, we'll get 2020, and then in 2022, look at what happened. The floodgates just opened with stupidity. There is no way in the world That you can look at a baby who is a male and say it's a female or say, oh, well, he has a limp wrist, so he must be a female. Oh, she has a swagger, so he must be a boy. And then it has reverberated across our society. And you have people, Andrew, I guess they're good people, who see this stupidity. And a lot of them are Democrats, where a majority of them are Democrats, or they're all Democrats. And they say, why can't we just live and just let live? How is this impacting you? How is it bothering you? You're right. It's not impacting me. It's not bothering me, other than the fact that you are abusing children. We will have a group of children that are misfits. We will have a group of children that will have anger and angst in their hearts. They will go out, and then they will be shooting up places just like the woman, in Nashville, Tennessee. Release her papers. Release her manifesto. Let us know what we're up against. Let us know if we're all sitting ducks. Let us know if the Democrats have created a situation whereby we will be attacked because the Democrats have said that the folks on the right are evil and they're after you, creating fear, as we said the other night. We need to know the truth. We need to know what's behind this craziness. And as I said, we have doctors buying into this. The Medical doctors. We have judges that are buying into this. Judges that are saying, oh, it's okay. We can do this. We can do, It's okay if we do that. How can this be? How can this be that we have judges that are agreeing? To go along with this, judges who are supposed to have advanced degrees, well, I'll tell you how. Because the radical form has entered into law school. They were indoctrinated as children. Right now, as I speak, there are children, there are young people that are sitting in our schools being indoctrinated. That's scary. They're being told... Don't believe your eyes, believe what we are writing. That's scary because these people have access to textbooks and they are redefining words. Look at Miriam Dictionary. They're redefining what a woman is. They're redefining racism. They are redefining for their own specification because they have an agenda. This is only happening in the West because the rest of the world, they're looking at us and they're saying, these are idiots. And that is the reason why they're all looking to China. And saying they make more sense. I was looking the other day, Andrew, at a piece from, I think it was the Bahamian government. And one of the officials over the schools happens to be, I think she was educated in America. She might be an American, I'm not for certain, but I know that she got her degrees in America. So she decided to go there and they put her over the schools and she decided, well, I'm going to bring in my wokeness. I'm going to tell them that Boys can be girls and girls can be boys because the islands, they have the the culture is very strong and there is no in-between. You are a male, you are a female, but you have a lot of Western influence that's going there and they're trying to slide in their stupidity. It's always these Western countries. Western civilization is supposed to be at the forefront and then we start falling back. But anyway, just to make this quick because I know we're going to we you up on you know, cutout time. But she decided to go there. She wanted to push this agenda through the schools. And one of the ministers of education happened to be a man and black. He said, no, we're not bringing that here. We're going to protect our children. I don't care what you do in the United States. I don't care what these Western countries do. But here in the Bahamas, we're not going to bring this stuff here. We will stop you. The same thing in Uganda and Africa. They're laughing at America. They're saying, Look, you can call what you want to call yourself in America, but here in Uganda, we're not having this. We don't want this craziness that these Western countries are doing. That is a reason why they're turning to China. That is a reason why China has a footprint in a lot of these countries. And we are at America. We're looking at it and we're laughing. We're saying, oh, no big deal. That's not true. Because the media is telling us that it's not true. You better wake up. You better wake up before it's too late. And Andrew, I had a conversation with a colleague. Maybe it's time that we split the country up into red and blue. And let's see how far the blue will go. Yeah, they'll have all the arts and crafts and all the other stuff. But will they be able to protect their citizens with reality as opposed to make-believe, as opposed to you can do whatever you want to do? That would be an interesting study to see what would happen. We already know what's happening so far as far as law and order in the red states. And you look at the blue states. But what if we wanted just to draw a line and say, okay, we're here, you're there? Wow, that's something to think about, Andrew.
0: Yeah, great points. It really is. the show flew right by. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio wherever you stream please like subscribe give us a thumbs up or five star review we really appreciate it or you can go to americaoutloud.com we'll see you guys next time and remember stand for something or fall for nothing